This episode is in partnership with Authority Magazine. Authority Magazine, a medium publication, is devoted to sharing in-depth and interesting interviews featuring people who are authorities in business, pop culture, wellness, social impact, and tech. One of the things I cherish the most during my 40 plus years in television was talking and interviewing kids. And today we're going to do just that with a young man whose talents took him all the way to America's Got Talent. And Lambros Garcia is only 10 years old. Lambros, welcome to Believe in People. You know, you have the distinction, the amazing distinction of being the youngest person we've ever had on Believe in People. Clearly, we believe in you. But the real question I have is, what is your, why do you love dance so much? What is it about dance that really gets you going? I love dance so much because the music really hits my body and then it just, um, like a magnet, it just connects and then I just take it away without anything, just start dancing around the whole place. And that was a, you were really young, right, Lambros? <laughs> like how, you were, were you in martial arts and you just kind of did your own thing or how did that happen? I was a martial arts when I was younger and it wasn't really working out because <laughs> there was a dance studio right next to it, which was kind of a bad idea to put there because I was there <laughs> and, um, I could hear the music and because it was really loud. And um, I started dancing instead of punching the walls. <laughs> and I just started dancing and my sensei would be like, what are you doing? Punch the walls. Like he would just get like a little bit frustrated. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I've got to add, I mean, in terms, I mean, you've, you've gone all the way to America's Got Talent, right? How? <laughs> Yeah. Have you got have you got formal training behind your dancing or is this yes. from the heart or both? Yes. So I've gotten training since I was six. I've been working with a dance studio, mostly dance academy, and um I've been getting lots of training since we've heard the call from AGT. We've been training lots every like every day. And then when I actually got to the place, I trained also for 11 days with a choreographer that was there. And then when it came to the actual final performance, it happened. Wow. Okay. So this is, this is why I know listeners and our viewers really want to know, how did you get on the largest stage in the world? And you were a semifinalist, season 18. Yes? Yes. So... I got um, on the biggest stage in the world because of Blake McGrath, um, a viral TikTok video and Instagram video went viral of me dancing in a dance convention, 24-7 dance convention. And he called me out because, you know, he really liked my dancing out of 200 kids in one room. And he posted that one video on social media and it just became viral. Celebrities started posting me on their stories, like Lisa Renna also like, um, it was just, it was really good. I was so happy. And that's how I got onto the biggest stage of the world. Wow. And then, 
And then AGT called us and then she, and then AGT saw it. And one of their executive producers showed it to um, her executive producers. And then we had an interview and then that's how I got it. Well, I mean, a lot of people, you know, like, let's talk about me for a little bit here. (laughs) uh, You know, of course, that's who I like to talk about the most. Uh, I can remember... (laughs) I can remember sitting around waiting to get that letter in the mail saying, oh, you got into this school or, oh, you got into that school or waiting for the phone call to say, oh, you got this job or, oh, you got that job. I mean, Lambros, you must have been biting your nails down to the quick. What was that feeling like when they said, "Okay, you're the man? Well, it felt really, really good. If it was just like it's like when you're like popping like a poppet and it's just relief that you're doing it and it just gets you like and it's just like oh finally you did it and you know a big part of this dance life and this professional life is rejection lots of rejection because you know you don't know what people are looking for but agt it looks like they liked me and then I got to this point of my life. And- they loved you, Lambros, loved you. I mean, to the point, okay, so I have so many questions, but to the point where when you did your audition, I saw your first audition and you talked about school. You were really challenged at school and I want you to share that. And then, wow, Simon Cowell says, you know, I'll march down to your school and give them the, you know, and, uh, and then that changed everything. Tell us about that whole piece. So what I'm, Lots of people have been giving me a really hard time in school just because I'm a dancer, which I could, anyone could do anything they want, only if they put their mind to it. And they kept like coming back and forth at me, trying to like, they really, they try to bring me down and they were basically jealous. And you know that um, Simon um, told me that um, when when people bully you, they're um also kind of ashamed of themselves. But also um it it doesn't matter because um, you know, I believe in myself and I kept pushing myself to that point and I got to this point. Well that was pretty good. I mean of all the advice Simon Cowell has ever given, sometimes it's not sometimes his advice isn't that friendly, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, a lot of times it isn't. So, he, I mean, it sounds like he kind of took you under his wing. What kind of, I mean, that must have had a tremendous effect on you. Yeah, I was really shocked because, you know, you know, Simon Cowell and his um, his opinions and things. But, you know, um, he's a really good judge and he really pushes you to that point. Maybe sometimes things that he says are not nice, but he is a really good judge. And what he said to me was really, really cool. And I wasn't expecting that from him. And how do you get past the, I mean, you're, uh, you're, you, how many times did you perform live? No, not live, uh, you know, on TV. Um, I've performed twice. Um, yeah, I performed twice twice okay now how are you feeling leading up to that and how do you overcome the nervousness it's um uh so when i'm nervous i there's like there's like one button in me that says like oh stop it 
stop being nervous. You got this. So I like if I picture this in my imagination, I just press it and then I'm just like all the nerves come out of me and just fly away up in the sky. So you're like 10, right? Yeah. So, okay. So you're not the only kid in the world that's probably been uh, bullied or pushed around at school and stuff yeah, like that. No. So, and, and, and you, you seem to have found a way um, to kind of overcome it because of your own confidence. What kind of tip, what advice would you have for another kid who might be listening to this, who's going through the same thing? Um, my advice would be never let anyone stop your dreams because anyone can get to their dreams because everyone is so close, but only if, but only if you don't let others, um, let them shatter your dreams because it's like a video game when you're almost to that finish line and then there's a big monster that's trying to hold you back and it just keeps losing your points. That's basically the same thing as bullying because lots of other kids have big dreams and they want to like be on the biggest stage of the world like I am right now, which is amazing. It's such a blessing and they want to be anywhere they want. And then- But they also want to pull you down. Yeah, of course. And other people want to pull you down and shatter your dreams. So never let anyone shatter your dreams because everyone everyone can do anything they want, only if you put your mind to it. Wow. And what, and Lambros, what about, uh, did that take a while for you to kind of learn that? Yes, it did take me a while because lots of people every day really were like trying to push me down. And you know, it just kept coming back to my mind like a DVD player. It just kept coming back to my mind. But, you know, every time when I was at dance, that really, like, pushed away like a piece of wind. And I really, like, I really felt really happy with myself when I dance. Well, that's, isn't that, isn't, I mean, that's, and let's move on to something that's a little bit more positive, And that would be exactly that. What when when you dance, you, do you I don't know, is it do you forget about everything or is it just the pure joy of knowing that you love what you're doing? Um, pure joy because it really shows every single genre of dance how much I've been working hard and how much I love dance. And it really proves the point that I can do this and that I'm a really hard dancer. I'm a really hard working dancer and but I only could do it because I put my mind to it and I believe in myself every day that I go to dance. Cuz that's it's hard to do and I mean um Lambros what's your favorite genre? Do you have one? Yeah, I do have a favorite genre. So, my favorite genre is jazz. I love jazz cuz it's so like it's so sharp and clean and I also like hip hop also kind of because it really like it brings out all the styles of dance all of them like really all of them and i basically like all genres but if i had to choose one i really really like jazz hmm. well I'll, I'll just tell you one revelation it's the uh first time i've ever heard a 10 year old use the word genre in a sentence so uh <laughs> 
maybe maybe I've been living in a cave or something, Lambros. But the and now, now I get to ask the dad question, and it, that would be clearly, why don't you tell me what you want to do when you grow up? As if I don't know. <laughs> oh, um, so. Well, um, I would love to be a producer. I would love oh. to be a producer oh. for the show. Oh, you're or, or maybe like a host. And also, of course, I would love to um, also keep track of my dancing career life. And I would love to be in Broadway. And I would also love to have maybe my own show. And and also, and yeah, that's basically what I would love to do. But you, you never know. Things could change, right? For sure, but what's it about producing that you really like? Um, I like producing because it's like um, when you're produ- when you're producing maybe like a show or like a TV show. Um, I have a producer, and the producer really there. I have one, and um, I had one on AGT, and he was so sweet, and um, he was like always like um, pumping me up. He always came into my like uh rehearsals and things to like get me started he was like you're gonna do great so and I love giving people advice and I also love like um giving people um things and yeah that's why I like being that's why I want to be a producer (laughs) yeah so so I mean when you're on America's Got Talent you got to see all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes of which of which there's a ton I mean no you know those hosts just don't show up once a week and sit there and go, you know, thumbs up, thumb down. Um, yeah. There's a lot going on. And there's a, I mean, how much prep you, what'd you say you were like in two weeks you had to prepare for that show. I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into that. Yeah. I had 11 days. You did, huh? That's cool. What were your parents doing while you were doing that? Um. So my parents, so we really, we did kind of like a switcheroo thing. So like sometimes my dad would be in my rehearsal and you know, my sister, she, you know, it's California sometimes to have fun. So we would take her to the pool and I would be in rehearsal. My mom would be with me or my dad and my grand, my grandparents were there. So they would also take her to the pool sometimes too. Are any of, are any of, I mean, where's the dance come from? Are your parents dancers, your grandparents? Um, The dance really comes from my mom. Uh-huh. And yeah, I think I took it from her. I did take it from her. She uh-huh. used to, she used to live on top of a dance studio, and she would dance. Huh. <laughs> wow! And Lambros, your sister, does she dance with you? No, she's <laughs> no. She used to be a gymnast, but now she's a athlete. She's a soccer player. Ah, so she's not in karate, smashing the walls with her hands, nope. like <laughs> like you're supposed to be doing. No. What's, uh, you know, so I guess what's the reaction been amongst all the kids that, you know, now that you've been on there? Um, you know, I mean, are you like a movie? It clearly hasn't gone to, it hasn't gone to your head. You're not sitting there bragging about it or anything. You're just telling me. I always say to myself and uh, my parents do too. I always say to myself, you know, it's really cool and having the opportunity to be on the show. But, you know, you always have to stay humble because people are going to know if you're not humble, then people are going to know you as the kid who's rude, which I'm not a rude kid. And when I went back to school, ever everyone was like, 
oh my god, you're famous. And I'm just like, uh, I'm not that famous. <laughs> I was trying to stay cool. And I just, I was trying to stay like, calm. And it was really, it was really like sweet because when I came on the bus for my first day, since I came back to AGT, everyone was like chanting my name. It was, it was so cool for all my friends and the bus driver and, and everyone in the school to support me. That's amazing. And oh, friends. Did you make friends at AGT? I did. I made lots of friends. That was one of the best parts of AGT. If that I, one of the best parts of AGT, I made friends with Lavender Dark Angelo. She was, she um was also in there. Also, I also made friends with Bryn Cummings, the vitriloquist. Oh yeah. Yeah. They were all really good. And also mm -hmm. I met lots of other people too. And it was just such a great experience. All the people and all the like, staff workers and the um contestants really made you like they made you ready and i went to breakfast with the contestants in the morning i i also went to dinner wow it was really cool yeah it was really cool so it's not like it's not so much like uh like uh, what's that show where they all go on the island and then they all try to uh, <laughs> the survivor oh, oh, yeah, not... they're like competitive with each other they're like morning yeah so i mean so you it wasn't like on survivor where you're trying to do the other guy in you were all helping each other we were actually like when i didn't make it to the next round all of my contestants were like i was so happy for them and they were so sad that i didn't make it because all i made it to the top five and you know that's okay there's so much other things for me and um all of them were so sad and we were just like we were so happy with each other. We were all like, we we um called each other and things after the show. Like, oh, and I still talk to them actually. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. And it's so good to know because Lambros, do people, um, apart from getting a call, because I think that's probably fairly rare, how do, do people actually like uh, go to the auditions? Like, how does that work? Do you know how that one part works? Um, so um, if people actually want to audition, they have to actually go through at least three or more um, um, rounds because um, to make it to that level is pretty hard which i think they saw me on something which they really saw that i had uh they really liked it wow. but you know um i think you have to go through at least one round to go to the um the actual audition but you know um it doesn't really matter um yeah <laughs> that's great yeah thank you wow you know, I, I'm still having a hard time getting over the fact you're only 10 years old. I know, old. I know, right? Listen, Lambros, how the heck can I get on that darn show? <laughs> <laughs> You've been on a pretty big show for the last 40 years, NBC well, News, yes, Mr. True. Tibbles. <laughs> that's true, but I, I'm not so sure I have the same kind of talent. I guess the, the thing, but it's, it, your, your advice is if you set your mind to it and you work hard, then, you know, chances are you're going to be able to achieve your dreams, and that Man, it's it's kind of good to have a dream, eh, Lamros? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I can see you're adventurous. Are you adventurous? Oh, by looking at me? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's the beard. <laughs> well, it, it looks like he's been like on. It looks like on I Survivor. Feel, <laughs> I feel like you um 
you climbed Mount Everest or something. Uh, kind of something like that. Uh, yeah, just this past week, actually. Oh, wow. This past week. And it was, uh, well, I wasn't on Mount Everest, but believe me, it was a challenge. Challenges, what do you think about challenges? I mean, they're... Um, challenges are the way to, like, push yourself and the way to actually find out what you could do. Because, you know, when I challenge myself a lot of times with different things in dance and you know sometimes you never know what you can do because lots of things are in you and sometimes they just let out by one step exactly and i mean and lambros one thing was amazing to me is that your semi-final speech remember i think was terry asked you what did this mean or what have you or would you have a message for other kids and you just like wow you inspired the world with your message you yeah. know don't give up on your dreams i can't remember the whole thing but where does what you have such confidence is this like a a huge family bond that you have i mean this is coming from a something well the confidence really like um i was a really a shy kid i always wanted to put myself out there i always wanted that chance and i've always wanted to be on that stage and always yeah. wanted the chance to actually be shown and you know that happened which i'm very grateful about and i'm so happy that it happened and i was very very confident and i'm kind of the lucky one because i get to dance with all the girls <laughs> okay now i really want to be like you <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna follow lambros <laughs> <laughs> Lambros, every week on this little show, we ask the same question at the end of every week because it's a great question and we get such a variety of answers that's fantastic. So we're going to ask Lambros, our star today, uh -huh. our man with America's Got Talent, our insider yes. on America's Got Talent, why do you believe in people? I believe in people because ever, anyone could do anything they want only if you put your mind to it. And even when I mean everyone, everyone in this world has a talent. Everyone in this world has a talent. Every single person in this world. And I know that as a fact, that is a fact. And I believe in people because I've seen, I've seen it. And I also believe in people because they believe in me. Oh, wow. Right. Thank you so much. Lambros, we're honored. Thank you so much. We'll be following you and we are grateful. And thank your mom. She's amazing. Yes. Hi. Hi, Angela. Hi, mom. How are you? We have to meet Angela. Ah, oh, this, this is the strength behind Lambros. I, you know, the, the dancer number one. Yes. yes. It's, uh, you know, it's been a Lovely. nice journey, you know, and, uh, for me, it's exactly what he said, uh, being humble and speaking and kind of like composing yourself as and showing good sportsmanship. Because at the end of the day, that's what people want to see, that you're a good sportsman. He stood on that stage. He took the rejection and, to, you know, congratulated his peers and continued being a 10-year-old boy. Let's go to the pool. Let's go to Santa Monica. And I think it's, that's what makes us proud, you know? Yeah. Congratulations. Thank Congratulations. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you. Okay, so you can talk all day long about, you know, kids are older than this or what have you, but I mean, that is a young man who's got both feet firmly planted on the ground, unless he's flying through the air. 
<laughs> or dancing. <laughs> That's exactly. right. Exactly. And, you know, and, and his message, his inspiring message that everybody has a talent and that um, we all have gifts that we should use. And so if anyone's feeling a little unsure of themselves, just uh, listen to Lambrose. He's a wise, he's a wise boy. And if you've enjoyed this episode of Believe in People, we encourage you to subscribe and get your weekly dose of hope. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you.